machines. They're starting to take over. Hey guys, over here. Oh yeah, I'm ready to bring the heat. Bring the action. He is in rare form today. I love it. More gay, more gay with Gerard Norman. Here we go. Here we go, and this is Gabe, episode five. This is like we're gonna keep it pretty short today. Yesterday we talked about recognizing uh, misfortunes, recognizing them as opportunities instead of misfortunes. And today we're gonna talk about that a little bit more. And yesterday I think I told you uh, about the story at the shipyard of you know I was a supervisor and eventually got my job taken away, but not fired. Because And it all boiled down to me not playing politics, me not even understanding politics. I didn't even know it was a real thing. Everybody always talks about playing this game. And I just, there was no game to me. The game was get your work done as fast as you can get it done, do it the right way, and move on to the next job because it's never ending. And uh, there was was just a whole other world of things going on that I just didn't understand. So... Um, not too long after, you know, they call it being cut back. I was cut back from being a supervisor. I bounced around a few different places. And I believe I mentioned yesterday that they wanted me to do the supervisor role on, on makeup terms, which, again, the makeup is for an extra dollar, you run the job as if you were a supervisor. And I'm like, no, I was making way too much money to do that. And you got me doing it for people that don't know how to do their damn job. So that didn't sit well for me. But eventually I ran across a gentleman named Mr. Presley. And Mr. Presley, uh, again, he had told me that uh, he was sought me out. And eventually, you know, to fast forward things, he was the guy who actually got got me to see that there was a game. Um, And I think it was the way he carried himself, the way he went about doing things. Like I said, uh, Earlier, there was a bunch of ass kissers that always try to tell me that I had to do certain things. And, you know, I watched how they operate and I didn't care for how they operated. So I just told myself I wouldn't operate that way. But, you know, Mr. Presley, you know, pulled me to the side and it was just something about him. He was real. He got me to see that there was a game and I didn't have to sell my soul to play it, which was pretty cool. But at that point, once I, you know, I was aware of what of what was going on. And of course, there was many other things I wasn't aware of. It was up to me to decide whether I was going to take advantage of that knowledge and move forward and use it to my advantage, or if I was going to sit there and continue to be in denial. And what I like to do is when someone presents me with information, as long as I'm open to it, I weigh all, I take it all into, consider, into consideration. I try to make it as unemotional as possible, and I make the best decision possible. And I think the other day I touched on a book called Pitch Anything by Warren Claff, and he talks about the psychology of of making those kind of decisions, because sometimes we make those decisions on the fly. It's called hot cognition. If someone says something that we believe to be true, we don't sit there and get all the facts. We don't go do the research. We just automatically kind of just roll with it. At that point, everything that we've been through, all our experiences, and what we're aware of, it makes sense at the time. And sometimes that's all we have to go after. You know, uh, life is just a huge learning experience. And I can't remember where I heard this, but I love the quote, growth is the essence of life. And I truly feel that way ever since I've put myself in a position to want to grow on a daily basis. And life's just been that much more fun. And like I tell people, I don't understand how people get bored. There's so much to learn in this world. I mean, I'm guessing as a kid you could, 
But uh, as an adult, I can tell you the last time I was actually bored while I was doing something or nothing. And then when people tell me they're bored, I'm like, well, you know, what's something that you want to know? I mean, and then with the fact that we got all this technology and you can learn anything you want to learn in minutes outside of the fact that it takes repetition to actually fully learn it. It's a huge world. There's a lot out there. So it's kind of scary when people tell me they're bored. But getting back to the original point, which being receptive to new information, like I told you the other day, a closed mind is the most expensive thing you can own or getting to the point where you can relay information. And what I had to learn was the way I'm used to relaying information, my, my, my normal patterns of communication weren't effective in trying to share the good things that I were learning with other pe- was learning with other people. So what I had to do is I had to take time learning how to, different ways to communicate, learning that everybody's different, everybody's not the same. And of course, you know, you could easily just plow through life doing things your way and letting people react to you. But if you really want to help people, then you have to take the time to learn and understand. And one of the biggest things that you can do to protect yourself for the people that are on my side of the fence that are trying to share good information with people is don't take it personal. Don't have such a vested interest in the outcome of what's going on. If you share the information and they're not ready to receive it, then you've done your job. And that's not to say that you don't go back, but don't be scared just to plant a seed and let it grow because people have to be ready. And one thing that one of my mentors taught me all the time is if, if someone tries to pull you in a car, what are you going to naturally do? You're going to pull away. So, you know, and it's the same thing. If you get on the same side of the window with them and you look at it from the same side of the window and let them know that you understand, you have a better, better chance of getting in and being able to share the information with them in a way that they understand. But most people are naturally defensive. I mean, they tell us once you hit 18, you're an adult. And usually by then, most people or kids want to think that they know everything. And the older they get, when you tell someone they have to do something, their natural reaction is not to do it. If you tell them they should or shouldn't, you know, it's the same thing. So to be more effective, and that's kind of what I do with my son now, is, and this is a, a very good tip that I got from learning, you know, different kinds of trainings, you know, between communi- you know, all the communication trainers, whether it be for sales or just period. And I started using it on my kids just to show them that they can make decisions or teach them how to make decisions without me having to always make the decisions for them because you're not going to be able to make the decisions for them all the time. And you have to do this with grown-ups too, which you don't think you do, but you do. Like I said, if you present the options in a certain way, you can get the desired outcome, but you allow them to make the decision. So to wrap up, I guess it's like a parenting moment or whatever, but you know, I study all these things because I want to have the best relationship possible with my son. And we have a good relationship, but I've always wanted to be better and better and better. And I feel like it'll be better as long as I always teach him how to make the right decisions and allow and, and stand by him when he makes those decisions. And if he makes the wrong ones, of course, be there for him and show him how to recover. And you can say it's playing mind tricks, but it's whatever. I'm teaching my boy how to make decisions. So sometimes it is for my benefit and that's the that's the problem with learning all these things if it's in the wrong hands then it's done for the wrong things but with everything that i know at the time let's just make it something simple if i i'm making dinner my son doesn't like peanut butter and jelly i know this so if i want to whatever it is that i want to make all i have to do is stack it up against peanut butter and jelly and i'll get the desired outcome for both of us (laughs) so if i say hey joe do you want peanut butter and jelly or do you want a chicken wrap. He likes the way I make chicken wraps. 
and more than likely I want to eat the chicken wrap. I like peanut butter and jelly. He'll say the chicken wrap. But in his head, he made the decision, you know, and when I ask him about certain things and there's decisions that are unfavorable, he tends to make the right decision, which of course what we feel is the right decision, which that's all up for debate. It's all up for perspective. But when you're trying to help other people and you're trying to get them to understand, you have to give them options. You have to understand them. They have to feel understood. And it's not about what you think. And I'm telling you, read that book by Orrin Claff, Pitch Anything, because you don't understand how needy you come off and how much of a turnoff it is psychologically. And there's nothing you're doing wrong. You want the best for people. But if you want the best for people, you have to spend time learning your craft. Anyway, we're going to keep that short for today, which we're still getting close to these 10 minutes. Enjoy your week. And remember, gratitude, appreciation, visualization every day. Be grateful, be appreciative, and visualize what you want out of life. You know, you should be able to visualize it so vividly that it seems real and eventually it'll become real. Everything that was created was created in the mind first. So everything was created twice. Gratitude. Appreciation. Visualization. Visualization. Every day. Gabe. <laughs>